Welcome to the Sailing Into Oblivion podcast, where we sit down with everyday people who do extraordinary things. I'm your host, Jerome Rand. Here we go, just off the road, road weary. Uh, I just drove for two days to get back to Michigan after the wonderful, crazy, excruciating, excellent uh voyage aboard that beautiful west sail 32 with mark and steph and that's what we got today we did a bit of a debrief uh after our trip we did a nice little seven day voyage 600 miles uh one stop one one yellow flag anchor in a little tiny bay uh just off of grand bahama near west end just to get a little rest and wait out some weather. And then we went back and we sort of get into, I don't know how it went, all that sort of stuff. Basically, essentially, <laughs> what happened was we thought we had a pretty decent forecast. And when we got out there, instead of the southerly winds, we ended up with more of a southeasterly. We also had some pretty nasty head seas pretty much for the first like three and a half to four days. And we pretty much had grueling, brutal assault on all the senses kind of conditions for that first half of the trip. And in some ways, it was a really good thing to have that happen because we had to practice a lot of reefing, unreefing. Um, the bad part is that we're trying to make a West Sail do what a West Sail doesn't want to do, and that's go to wind in a choppy head sea and the waves got you know decent size i think during the peak when it was blowing over 25 consistently uh we yeah we definitely saw some six to nine footers and we're bouncing around up and down trying to get uh through that and claw our way closer and closer to the island i don't want to give it all away but essentially it was from the standpoint of a learning experience it was a total success, I would say. Uh, and also, from kind of a philosophical, well, that's not the right word, from the vantage point that I speak about making it through the tough stuff to find the gold at the end of the rainbow, so to speak, and amplify that gold so that it's way, way better because you had to go through some pretty crummy stuff to get there. Total, total success. Uh, and I have to tip my hat to both Mark and Steph. Absolutely phenomenal job. They really kept their the positive attitude going throughout some pretty adverse conditions. I mean, I was at my wit's end. Uh, I, I tried to mask that as best as possible, but it is one of those things where the ocean will always outlast you, especially when it's pounding you uh, to pieces. And uh, for for someone who, for people who haven't had to experience that over a multi-day period, uh, these two did a stellar job of just hanging in there, getting through it. And I think that was one of the key things for them to be able to really get a sense of why it's worth it and what comes out of what are the benefits what are the rewards what do you actually achieve when you do that and you know like I said I don't want to give it all away but essentially we sat down and we chatted about it so that's what today's podcast is all about a couple other little things uh here just before we start been noodling around in the old head here about one thing in particular, which is trying to help people out that don't physically need me or to be on their boat with them, but would like to have, you know, basically a nice long discussion. And, you know, I like to answer people's questions and emails and things like that. Um, but it was brought to my attention that it'd be kind of nice if I were able to offer, uh, you know, undivided attention, i.e. like a virtual sort of, uh, 
coaching or guidance um, via like an internet sort of uh, like a Zoom sort of thing or Google Google Meet online uh, where essentially somebody can uh, pay for, you know, like an hour or two um, if they've got some, if they're going to go on a trip, if they're going to go and uh, outfit a boat, things that they're looking for, all that sort of stuff. Again, I'm not an expert. I just have a lot of experience. And uh, if you think maybe that would be of value, I, over the next few days, I'm going to work on adding a new section to the website, sailingintooblivion.com, called Consulting and uh, Deliveries or something like that, just a new page on there, and essentially go through maybe some of the things that I might be able to help people out with. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll keep an eye out on that. I'll give you an update. Sven and I ended up doing a podcast while I was down there in, uh, Tampa. And then I actually got to be on the adventure sports podcast and that one, I'm not sure when that'll come out, but I'll, I'll chime that one in once it finally does. But in any event, yeah. So I'm trying to get that sort of set up and I don't know, I don't know what the pricing is going to be. I don't know any of that stuff yet, but I don't know. If, if, uh, if you think it's something that might be of value to you, feel free to email uh, through the website. Contact the show, uh, sailingintooblivion.com. And I don't know, if you got some thoughts on it, that'd be great. And, or, hey, if you're one of those people that might like to sit down and have like an hour or two and talk about your boat or your goals or anything like that, then, hey, um, I'm up for it. This is going to be like a beta program. We'll have to sort of see. But I, I have to say, after doing after after doing all these sessions, these consulting sessions with Mark and Steph and watching them develop as sailors, I mean, when you think about it, it was like nine months ago or whatever when I first went down there and we were doing boat handling in the marina how to set the sails in and out of the inlet, uh, all that sort of stuff. And now I'm watching these two swagger down the dock after a 600-mile passage. Nice, fresh, sporty weather. They got some miles under the keel. Confident, awesome miles. And they're definitely different sailors now than they were back then. And very, very impressive. I can't wait to hear about some of the adventures that they go on over these next few weeks and months. So there's just something so cool about that. And I, if I can get more of it, if I can, if I can help more people uh, get to the place that they want to be, then that's what I want to do. And uh, I want to try and make myself as available as possible. Because obviously I can't zip around the whole country all the time. And But we've got the beauty of the internet for that. So maybe that can uh, fill, fill in some of the blanks, if you will. Uh, but before I start the show, like I always say, if you want to help support the podcast, uh, consider becoming part of the Patreon family, 49 members strong, link in the description, a couple links for one-time donations, PayPal, Venmo, all that sort of stuff. We got the merch line, we've got the book, we got all that sort of stuff, um, and the children's book. I'm just waiting to get the hardcover in my hands so I can make sure it is exactly what I want to see. And then I will uh, give a shout out on that. That should be March 1st, I'm hoping. And, uh, and then I'll start really plugging that sort of thing because it is pretty cool. The illustrator uh, did a great job and it really kind of brings the story to a different kind of light than than the actual, the normal book does. Um, so pretty, pretty cool stuff. So if you want to just reach out to the show again, sailingintooblivion.com. Without further ado, Mark and Steph uh, about our 600-mile passage. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Make my, sure my levels are all good. Well, I got a minute down here alone. Might as well do the old intro. We just got back from a 600-mile offshore cruise aboard this beautiful West Sail. Uh, we're going to have Mark sitting down with us uh, in just a second. We actually pulled in last night at about 3 a.m., slept for a couple hours, and just got back up. But, oh, holy cow, what an adventure. But before I start the show, like I always say, if you want to help support Sailing Into Oblivion podcast, come on down, Mark. You can hear me do my pitch. <laughs> We've got 
fish beating against the hull. We're under attack. It's not quite the orcas of uh, Portugal, but still, right? <laughs> now, remember, Mark, we just keep it nice and close, keep it low. You get comfortable, then bring the mic to you. And Steph, please sit on in. Come on. You jabber on like a monkey in a tree when we're out at sea. Well, first and foremost, congratulations, you guys. That was an epic, epic trip. Thank you. It was for us, too. How does it, how does it feel? Wonderful. Mixed feelings. Mixed feelings? Yeah. How so? A wide range of emotion, really. A lot of ups and downs and... Yeah, it was a great trip. It was everything uh, we were looking for. It's full value, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> full value, nice. <laughs> I always like to bring value to the table. I think looking at the mic levels, we could probably, if you guys just put it right in between you, because I think I can enhance. I got a buddy of mine who's been helping me with uh, trying to make the quality better and volumes, all that sort of stuff. So you can just leave it right there. I'll do the same. Nice. Okay. Well, because, I mean, all of us have a head full of not only, like, land sickness, but a little tequila from the late night. <laughs> 4 a.m. tequila Four a, Yeah, well, when you hit the dock, you can't just go to sleep, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Celebrate. Take some decompressing time. <laughs> yeah, sure. right? I would, although I would have thought, I mean, as we were pulling into the inlet, I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to just hit that pillow. <laughs> but, yeah, the minute you hit the dock, you're oh, sort of like... Yeah. We did it! Yes! That's right. Oh, man. It did feel good. That's for sure. Well, yeah, I don't know. I guess I just, um, you know, like I said, yeah, we're all a little bit uh, floaty-brained, I guess you could say. But still, I, I think it's great to sit down and just do like a little debrief and talk about the trip. Yeah, that's great. It was uh, It was a long time coming. Right, we had to reschedule this a couple times. Yeah, I we didn't even know if it was gonna happen. And we found yeah. our weather window, which uh, for the El Nino winter in Florida this year, it's been a challenge. Yeah, yeah. And amazing to think, really, we had six days of really good weather, really good conditions. Well, yeah, I mean, it was brutal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first four days, but good conditions the nonetheless. The fifth day was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When things finally eased up, so so essentially. Our weather pattern was, you know, an approaching low that was slow moving that, that, you know, slowly built up the southerly. But it was also the remnants of the previous low that really gave us the, the trouble with the head seas and slowing our ability to kind of point where we wanted to. Because that, you know, I think one of the nice parts about this trip and, and going through those first few days was the essential because you know as great as west sail is every boat has its pros and cons and having that big rounded bow makes it so that yeah going to wind in choppy seas is something where it's like it's a grind it's not like a, a boat where the bow cuts through the wave we bounce off of it you know yeah 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 three and a half days of uh pounding pretty rough yeah how, how many how many feet elevation did we change 3700 feet elevation gain. and what what app is that that's the uh gaia gaia we use it for our hikes and bike rides uh ski tours all that and it's it's pretty pretty neat yeah yeah, yeah. the elevation gain elevation loss and and it lays a track down i can't believe we went up and down that many times <laughs> yeah to think we did 3700 vertical feet of boat pitch boat pitching yeah right that's a lot of rolling and well and i wonder i mean if if we had strapped that phone to uh the bow spread it probably would have been Double. triple <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah right yeah well because yeah i mean that is and it's it's one of the the i guess picadillos you'd say of a of a west sail is it can't you know you can't go to weather and point very high and try and maintain any speed because yeah you saw i mean there was a lot of that we were we were doing two knots yeah, mm -hmm. but the beauty of it is that this boat just can take that, and it can do it day after day after very day. Impressed. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. impressed. Yeah, yeah. The boat can last much longer than we can. Yeah. Oh heck yeah. <laughs> we were getting yeah, a little yeah. tired, but the boat's fine. I know we're all sitting there like, when's this shift? 
going to come. <laughs> Looking at the weather report over and over again. Finally, with the rain. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that was, it's, it's pretty incredible because that, that does happen quite often is once the, once the center of the low kind of passes and the, the, there's like a front line, so to speak, and that's where it goes from like warm conditions to then rain, squall, and then the temperature just drops. Yeah. It didn't drop too bad on us though, which was no, nice. No, I thought it, it was, was going to be pleasant. really cold. Yeah, but. it was comfortable. Yeah, yeah. But then after that, you get the reprieve, which, you know, we were talking about the whole emotional roller coaster of being out there, and I, it's just like a flood of relief when all of a sudden we could go across the wind and right. the seas calm down and it's like finally go the direction you want to be going yeah right. it's like yeah. you can hear like trumpets in the background <laughs> like we've made it yeah, yeah there's yeah. a lot of emotion with an experience like this yeah it started with a lot of uh, lows not knowing what to expect you know and then it built from there okay my body's adapting now and and it was good it was good yeah it definitely like we were saying the human body's remarkable that it can get jostled around like that. I mean, it's like putting a cat in a box and shaking it <laughs> for three days. For three days, yeah. <laughs> and and spraying and a, water on it. And adapt, <laughs> adapting to the sleep schedule and and the routine and your your daily uh, bathroom habits and eating habits and everything. Everything has changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how did you find, as far as your ability to actually keep up on rest that because i know that was the trouble yeah. the first big trip you right. guys did for the delivery right. yeah I, i'm an eight hour sleeper 10 is a bonus but uh, <laughs> to go from uh basically you know it's a small boat so if you're on for three hours and then you're off for six there's still a lot of noise and activity going on and uh -huh. movement and so you sleep maybe an hour and then you wake up and then you sleep another hour and so at the beginning, I thought more difficult, and then my body started adapting, and it, it actually feels okay to pull in at four in the morning. It felt like I wasn't super sleep deprived. Right. Uh, like ready just, to collapse. Yeah, it just was an adapting phase, and I was impressed that that could happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the routine started becoming smooth again, our eating, and... And just everything, it's, it just shows how adaptable. Yeah, well, you can be. I, I think you do out there. It takes a few days, and sometimes even more. But yeah, you're you're sort of you get into this stasis where you're not exactly awake and not exactly asleep, but you could do either one for an extended period of time if you had to. Yeah. I mean, you can imagine, you know, if if you're alone out there and you have to be up for, which is rare in all the sailing I've done, if I have to stay up for like literally not sleep a wink, not even get in my bunk for more than 24 hours, then you kind of get to this exhaustion sort of phase. Right. Um, but what always amazes me is that just like one or two hours of sleep and you wake up sort of like, oh, okay, I'm good now again. Yeah. Reset. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was impressed and, and thankful because a couple of my watches that were a little on the gnarlier side, mm -hmm. you sat up in the cockpit with me and it kind of helped give me that confidence. Like, okay, um, I'm not alone here. Right, with right, the right. foreign experience. So you, you were more sleep deprived, I think, than, than I was. <laughs> yeah, I did not sleep very much on this voyage. Yeah. But that's, you know, that's, that's, that's part of the game for me. Like, is to, uh, I want to make sure that, you know, people are feeling comfortable and and people are getting rest i mean obviously you know uh if i wasn't there mark would have been there right, he would have you know right. he's not going to be like all right well good luck <laughs> i'm going down below you know <laughs> yeah. yeah i did pretty well on the three on six off and the cat napping schedule that actually works pretty well for me i think and, that's uh, honestly the best watch schedule because it's not too much time off and it's not too much time on because the other ones i've seen where it's like four hours on eight hours off but I, you know obviously that's with three people it's going to be interesting depending on what sort of passage making you guys do in the future if it's just the two of you because then it's like two on two off yeah. three on three off and that can get 
very tiresome. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to pack a lot of rest and uh, nutrition. In two in hours. Three hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that we'd do a three three on, three off. Mm-hmm. Try that. Right. Yeah. But I, mean, I don't see us right away, anyway, doing more than 24 hours. Like a one a overnight. Yeah, like the overnight to. Like go south. Get, like from here to Biscayne Bay, it would probably be like a 24 hour. And then we could anchor up, rest, and then do a day shot over to Bimini. Yeah. Or a day and shot over to West Island Bay. hop and, and do more day sailing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least for our first while of learning and growing. Yeah. You don't want to just fire all the way down to Bermuda, then BVI. <laughs> yeah, go to ten day offshore. Let's see if we can do it. No, it is. You guys do. I mean, it's it's smart. You always want to do kind of do it in steps. When one thing works well, then you can add mm-hmm. a little bit more to the next adventure and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff and progress. Because I I think that does happen often. It's sometimes people will will jump in a little too deep and just have a really bad experience, and then it's sort of like ugh hard to get out again yeah it's like i don't even want to go all i remember is that the miserable week trying to get to bermuda yeah and all that sort of stuff so yeah i think uh i think the way we did it being able to experience something that we definitely would not have tried to do on our own at this point you know the heavy weather the heavy seas yeah yeah. the tricky conditions i mean you really brought so much to the table it's you know it's amazing to see the confidence yeah to see and to see that with experience you can figure out those sail combinations you can figure out your you know the best heading you know all the little things that just come with time yeah and to yeah, see yeah. you and your element so comfortable and then your your sense of comfort the whole time really helped us um i think or speaking for myself helped me not ever get too worried absolutely you know, yeah like well that's all just a facade though it's a duck <laughs> a duck on the pond the duck looks like it's just sitting there but underneath the surface the feet are like whoa <laughs> we saw yeah. that yesterday <laughs> <a little. laughs> yeah. yeah the your uh, attitude helped a, a tremendous amount when i started getting a little on the fearful side about various things yeah yeah you're whistling or humming and cracking like, jokes, giving mark a hard time you know Busting chops, <laughs> compliments. They're they're disguised compliments. Well, and that's something you know. I I think I developed that just from being a sailing instructor, even on small boats. You know, you take people out, usually adults and kids too, uh, for their first time, and the boat heels over and they kind of freak out. And if you're like, oh, we might tip over, then right. you know you're not helping yeah. the situation. Right. So you kind of exude this like everything's all good. Like this is great. Yeah, yeah. It, it made a, it made a huge difference. Yeah. To, to see you calm and collected and never, never feeling like oh something you know. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Like it, everything flowed so well. And, I but mean, uh, yeah. I think yeah, I'd like to commend Stephanie too because this trip originally, we were looking at the Bahamas chart and talking all the tactics that people do to go to the Bahamas from Fort Pierce and you know very common and is to go south yeah enough to cross the Gulf Stream knowing you'll be swept north to like Bimini or West End and we're looking at the charts and we're talking about it and talking about it and she's like how about we just go straight out straight out from here and I'm like nobody just goes straight out from here. <laughs> we're gonna be swept so far north that you know you're never gonna be able to get down to West End and she's like Maybe we should just go around the island. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. I think it was a joint <laughs> joint adventure. Well, you had, you had, because <laughs> when we were doing, yeah, chart out. work, yeah. last time I was here, we were doing that chart work and we were looking at it. And I think, yeah, it was you. You were like, we could just go like around that island. And I was like, ugh. Yeah, that's an adventure. It really is. It was an adventure. What did we come up with? Six hundred and thirty-five miles. Yep, something like that. Yeah, six and a half days. Yeah. By the first three and a half days, we probably never went more than three and a half miles. Just slogging, except (laughs) for that one time where we jibed and got to turn downwind in in twenty-eight knots of wind. (laughs) Yeah, that was so. I wanted to just keep going so bad. I, I probably, you know what, thinking about it now, we, we probably should have done like 20 minutes At of that. downwinding in, in close to 30 knots just so you could see and feel the surfing and yeah. see how the wind vane actually performed in, in that sort of speed. Because the West Sail, 
you know, even if you only have five foot, six foot seas, if you've got the wind to push you, they just surf and surf and surf. They're great. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know. That was the point of the trip. It was kind of like the peak. It's interesting how things turn, you know, but that was kind of like the peak of the weather, the peak of the wave size. Right. And uh, we were out there. My, we were out there. My yeah. concern at that point, north of Grand Bahama Island, was if the, we don't get that shift in the wind, we're going to be going out past the Eleutheros by the time we get back. <laughs> I know? had enough food, though. I know. <laughs> yeah. Definitely uh, provisioned this boat well, for sure. We, we had just, enough yeah. food, enough water, too. Yeah. We could have gone down to the BVI. Yeah. Yeah. Could, and, you know, probably knows? 20 days of provisioning, I think we had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know I, I definitely that that got a little bit like, dang, man, we got this thing's got to kind of happen. And it, it was in all the forecast. And then we were able to utilize the sat phone, get an updated one. As soon as Adam called back, uh, shout out to my bro who hooked us up with a sort of forecast on the fly because we were at day four. So our forecast was getting a bit old. And you never know, stuff's changing. And uh, but as soon as he confirmed that it was the same, that that took any pressure I had off of me because I was like, oh, pfft, we just, just got to wait it out. Yeah. Just a matter of time. Yeah. yeah. And it's so neat to see the real, you know, when you start seeing the wind clock around in the direction you've been anticipating for like the last twelve hours, the sense of relief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's coming. <laughs> Finally. And I, you know, I was. It, the thing that was weird on this trip for me was how long that east wave set held on from the previous low that we were bashing into freaking head sea um compared to how quickly the wind chop got wiped out as soon as that that wind shift i mean it was it was only a matter of hours and Mm -hmm. those those waves were completely gone now granted we were in pretty close proximity to the island yeah. so yeah we were getting 35 miles yeah. off or so right yeah. right but yeah holy smokes it just reminded me so much of the the southern ocean when it would switch from it'd go north to west to southwest but you were dealing with all three of those wave sets and you know luckily there weren't a lot of like head seas but the way those swell and those waves that are much bigger kind of come together and some sometimes compile on they kind of almost form like a triangle sometimes and that's that's pretty scary but but that the big thing for us was that it just impeded our progress right and we just couldn't couldn't like there was no choice yeah you were just in it right right. if we would have ran we would have been going 100 percent the wrong Oh yeah, we would we would have been <laughs> headed towards Charleston, Jacksonville, all that stuff. But you know, kind of that is one of the things that you, you never know. Sometimes you do just have to like change the plans. And yeah, accommodate to the just conditions. go. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, because you know, think of it this way: if something something got damaged, the bobstay broke. I mean, it's not gonna on this boat. Knock on wood. Um, but something like that happens where all of a sudden, okay, we can't keep pounding into the seas. We've got to run. Then you know. This boat would have had no problem with it. Right. Mm-hmm. We could have just bared away. and Yeah, I mean, it would have been rougher weather the further north we got, but yeah. still. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you just got to kind of, I always say that, and it's a little cliche, but like you, you got to go with the flow when it comes to the ocean. Definitely. You can only, you can only challenge it yeah. and stand sort of stoically in the cockpit <laughs> for so long before it's like, I'm not changing. You're going <laughs> to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all all right. has to. yeah. It's all about adapting. Well, and that's yeah. huge adapting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's one of the the images, and I'm glad I took a picture of it. But it's I'm looking up to the cockpit, and it's when Steph is just soaking wet from the squalls, <laughs> but just standing there like a big smile on your face, uh, like whoa, Mother Nature's like pissed. I love that. <laughs> that was my favorite. That was my highlight. Standing in a storm like that, and just to see the the rain coming down not only to wash the salt out of my hair <laughs> yeah, but right. to see it calm those waves and and uh just blanket a white uh almost like a cloud yeah and it's like it was a curtain. just so incredible and it's just it's a wall coming at you yeah. and then it's like whoa and it was a warm rain so it was just yeah. very welcome it's i loved it pretty fabulous yeah. yeah and it was just i i don't know i think all of us were on cloud nine at that point because 
I mean, we were already off the wind onto a yeah. beam reach. So yeah. for the first time since literally we left. Yeah, exactly. So we had three more. <clears throat> I wouldn't say squall. What would you say that? A little. Uh, oh, no, those are squalls. Those yeah, small yeah. squalls. Rain squalls. But, uh, just incredible. <clears throat> so we had about three or four of those, and I was kind of sad that they were done. That was neat. <laughs> really, really neat. But that's when it changed. It was good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah then once we. Uh, once we went kind of like south far enough to uh, go around the cut, um, then the seas just completely quieted down. Yeah, then and it was you done. ghosted us on eight knots of wind. We just moved. Yeah, we just and kept moving. Really yeah. Current was in our favor, but that was a remarkable twenty-four hours, going around the bottom of the uh, abacos and then heading back towards freeport yeah yeah and yeah and there you yeah we're in like protected water so mm-hmm. it, that ghosting around on a west sail is it's almost necessary to have like zero wave action because yeah. once you get the speed up you know i kept saying it's like freight train because it does builds that wind and then you can ghost through those little areas where there's no wind at all Keep the sails going mm-hmm. to the next little thing. It was remarkable. Yeah, and then to be, down, so fun. to be down below and sleep and not be pitching. <laughs> yeah, I know, like, right? It's hard almost. Yeah. It's like, on the rails, like you say. Uh-huh. Yeah, like yeah, we yeah. were on rails. Very smooth. Well, and it's fun for me when I'm, when I'm up there and I you can just stand, like, without having to brace yourself. Yeah. And the boat's sailing and you're oh, heeled over. Yeah, but it's just not pitching or anything you're like wow like i feel like i need a martini or something it's crazy we got our reprieve about you know close to the point where it was really feeling like not the breaking point but it was like when you know we were ready for the change yeah yeah the guitar strings were getting tighter and tighter and tighter I was impressed how well you guys managed just monkeying around in those swells and not being in that before i didn't want to leave the cockpit and you guys are out monkeying around on there raising sails adjusting and yeah reefing so how many reefs, reefs did reefing. you do did you keep count i didn't keep count come on i don't know really how many i put in and took out i don't know how many you think but i would guess 20 20 oh, to 20. Wow, probably okay. 20 to 30 i because I mean, there were a lot of times where we put the first reef in, and then five minutes later, it was like, put, put the, the second, second. in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that I was really impressed. Nice, nice. Yeah, work, you guys. got you yeah. got really efficient with it. Yeah, it was for good. sure. Uh, we got a lot of repetition, so that was nice. Confident. <laughs> and that's honestly that's the key. I mean, it and it, as you get faster and faster with it, it it sort of allows you. Well, obviously you can do it, you know, last minute, which isn't always the best idea. What's, what do I say? If you if you think it's time to reef, it's already too late. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> but, if that was the case, I'd always be reefing. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, not really. He <laughs> <laughs> gets too much wind. Yeah, yeah right. and then so, yeah, every time, so Steph's shifts always came on after mine, and I'd be like up there like, okay, five knots, that's good. I'm, got, I'm happy with that. Five, five and a half knots, okay, that's great. We switch steps up there and within 20 minutes we're going like seven seven knots, knots, <laughs> and, we're yeah. over, and i look up there and she's totally comfortable yeah like you want me to help you roll in the jib oh no 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 right, right. <laughs> no we gotta keep up i just saw seven eight a seven's my favorite well i like it it's a weird i think there's something that happens to your equilibrium because the when you if you're healed over like 15 degrees up on deck it's like whoa okay we're healed over down below it feels like you're like halfway to upside down yeah i don't know right, what it is right. like the forces are like grabbing you <laughs> and there's been so many times where i was in my bunk and i'm like man we are juicing up here and then i go up on deck and be like, oh, oh it's not that bad yeah it's definitely more comfortable <laughs> right to yeah the right. Open air, uh, up top. Like for the que- any queasiness or anything. right right but so. it was kind of neat um just sitting in the cockpit to be so close to the water you know two feet away from the water and then when we heel over we get a good bath come over yeah into the cockpit. <laughs> oh, and then yeah. the big spray the showers come over to on from the starboard side and so you're getting the bath on the port yeah showers on the starboard (laughs) and it's exciting and uh, i think the cockpit was only half full like twice yeah yeah and the blower still works so it's in (laughs) 
the the yeah. route from the there's a blower for the engine room in the footwell and it doesn't have a cap on it but the hose i, I think we looked at it last time and it runs up so it kind of has like a the little yeah yeah, yeah. It's, boy you wouldn't want that but it was fun healing over that much though that would have terrified me um prior to this trip oh yeah you know, yeah, yeah, yeah over no, like no, that for sure. so now that created a huge comfort level for our next adventure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and, I, you know, it's one of those things. When I think back to the last time that we went out, when I came here, we did I did the presentation, but then our weather just Shut absolutely down. closed in yeah. on us. But we went out for that one day, and I think when we went out, it was blowing like 10 to 12. We had all the sails up. And I was down below monkeying with the radar. And then I think it, it popped up maybe two, three knots. And we started healing over. And you guys were like, whoa, whoa, whoa hey, hey. What's going on? It's getting pretty. It's getting I think spicy. of those those two people. And I don't even, I'm not sitting with them right now. Those two people are gone. Like, yeah. R.I.P. to that. This week changed us. Yeah. For sure. Thank you so much for all that. Hey, my pleasure. Like Comfort. you said, the the swagger uh, of you is walking around on this dock. It's you. It's you can see it. You can sense it. There's there's a look. Yeah. You know. There's that. We'll call it a ten mile stare. You guys have now. When yeah. you go around the world, you get the thousand mile. Right. But. right. <laughs> well, I asked this morning, going out to the car with a load. I thought, do we get land sick now? I thought, oh no, do I have to pop another Dramamine to adapt to land? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I feel very sick. I'll. My head will probably be a little bit like feel like I'm swimming, for at least one more day. I think. Yeah. Then I'll be. Then I'll be okay. But. Yeah. When we moved the boat from Pensacola to. Fort Pierce a year ago, we were out for 13 days, and uh, it took me like three days. Yeah, yeah. Kinda, sort to it not all lay out. in bed feeling like uh, the boat was moving. The motion, yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy. Well, and on that subject, the queez, the seasickness, all that sort of stuff. And and let me say this before, I I used to get like airsick, seasick when I was a kid, oh. and I so I know what it feels like, and. I personally, one of the most impressive things I've ever seen is people who get seasick when they go sailing and still go sailing because I'm, I, it's like the worst hangover in the world and I, I would do anything to avoid it. So hats off to anybody that can continue to go out there. Steph, obviously you were, you were feeling it. Was it pretty much the whole time? I started... I popped a Dramamine when we left, before we left, an hour, and I started, gosh, on two miles offshore. My gut was rolling. I'm like, oh, no, because <laughs> I've been in seas before with our first journey, and I had no no issue. Yeah, we had yeah. I've been on boats, diving boats, and fishing boats, rolling, no problem. And two miles into this, I took another one, and I thought, oh, give me the ginger, and and, yeah, every remedy then, we have. Yeah, and then I and going down below as soon as you sit or go into the head, oh forget it. So yeah. I had to lay down and of course I lost lost everything in my belly twice. And uh it lasted about I'd say five hours yeah. of gnarly oh no. <laughs> like what uh, am I doing? Oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. And, well, like, sorry to interrupt, but like you uh when I was the when I said you know you got to make sure you keep eating, yeah. you actually did. Most people won't; they will yeah. just refuse. And and oh yeah, I ate, drank my water, yeah. lost it over lost the side. It again. Nice. Took another dram. I mean, ate, drank ate. my water, lost it again. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, the it all stayed. And then I came up and desired cheese. And um, I remember once, that <laughs> once the cheese stayed down, I was in business. I thought yeah, right. I've passed. I've overcome this. And so every day I took one Dramamine, but I was fine that after was it, that. Yeah. My body finally said, all right, you're good to go. Well, no wonder you were always, you were either on watch or you were asleep in the bunk because Dramamine makes you drowsy. Yeah, I laid down a lot. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't sleeping so much, but I had to lay flat often. Yeah, when it yeah, was yeah. super rough. Yeah. No, yeah. for sure. And then go into the bathroom. You guys have it easy. You can go over the edge of the boat. But, uh, Which us, we don't recommend. Us ladies, 
Yeah. <laughs> Going into the small head there, it's uh, it's a lot of movement, and thankfully there's a strong uh, hand bar, towel bar. <laughs> oh, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, wedge yourself in there. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, all the, all the fun stuff to adapt to. You know, I feel like you're on a, a galloping pony in there. So uh, <laughs> try to take care of business. It's just a little difficult. <laughs> yeah, those are well, because you know, there's. And, and it's good to talk about some of that stuff because I think a lot of people have a very romantic idea of setting sail to a tropical island and <laughs> yeah. sunsets and beaches and, you know, beautiful ocean, blah, blah, blah. But there's, you're living out here. So yeah. the day-to-day stuff has to happen. Sometimes you don't feel like doing it. Right. And I, I was challenged a lot. You know, all my, all my bedding got wet and... I mean, it's no surprise it's a boat, but uh, then some of the food started getting wet and and uh, various leaks, uh, which happen with a boat. And so as a as a woman that likes to kind of, you know, I, I like to keep tidy and everything in order. And so it's kind of a little frustrating. already I had a little seasickness oh. and I was a little sleep deprived and everything's getting wet. And I'm, of course, trying to stable yourself and maneuver down in the cabin is is almost impossible in some of those you're flung about and so i've got a lot of boat bites as tiffany calls them (laughs) (laughs) yeah i have a lot of boat bites but uh i like that phrase tiffany thank you shout out tiff friend of the show west sailor west sailor fellow west sailor (laughs) so yeah all kinds of uh bruises but uh they're 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 little uh, souvenirs. Souvenirs. Yeah. Well, and your 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 attitude never wavered. It never really showed any. I mean, yeah, we were, we were all very honest with each other of our frustration yeah. of the, yeah. the weather and the the those stupid head seas. But um, yeah, it wasn't like anybody was just like leave me alone. <laughs> no, we had no. great. Uh, yeah, great. Oh, energy yeah fantastic sure. dynamic it was very very smooth considering how small the boat was and all the movement and the shifts yeah, and yeah, everyone's right. needs and i thank you everyone it yeah. was great no that's a good team i didn't get mad at you or you or <laughs> no one got mad at me i hope <laughs> i didn't get mad in front of anybody <laughs> in front of anyone remember the time i was above the bowsprit waving my arms around <laughs> <laughs> Whistling. <laughs> How many times? Do I have to? No, no. I, it is. Uh, that's one of the big things about sort of that's different when you when you're on a small boat, a group of people, and you go offshore because there's no evac. You can't just slam the door and walk out. You're you're on this little 32 foot by 10 foot spaceship, and that's that's why that whole idea of like mutiny and all that, you know. People used to get thrown in prison for that sort of stuff because you you have to keep your cool. Yep. Yeah. Keep your head. Because if things start to fall apart on the boat, you know it's not like the boat just stops sailing, but the boat could sink and everybody could die. Yeah. So everybody right. kind of has to, you know, you have to check your ego, check everything, and and share the space, so to speak. Yeah, yeah and it came easy for us. Yeah, like, we get easy. along. Yeah, like the three of us. And you were super patient with everything. You know, all my, I probably asked numerous questions multiple oh my God, times. Like Do you have them written down? Because I mean, <laughs> <laughs> multiple times. And, and you probably were like, okay, geez, we already talked about this, but no, you, no, you were so it. patient. And, um, so thank you. For yeah, that. It was nice. The yeah. wide range of topics we were able to cover once things settled down, you know, the start, start, start training, uh, navigation. We did the sextant a little. North Star, ever. Yeah. <laughs> North Star is the key one. Once yeah. you get that, the universe is unlocked, or at least the sky is unlocked. Cause now you know how it's rotating. Right. Why, you know, this comes up here and goes down there. And, and, Technically, you could tell your latitude on the Earth just by seeing mm-hmm. it. So yeah, that, that was a lot of fun pointing out lost. all the stars and yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pulling the sextant out. You know, it was brief, but it was a good introduction to something that I've been curious about since I started reading about sailing. You know, yeah, so was... well, and I I guess let me ask you because that obviously a lot of information is getting thrown at you guys from from the get go, um, and throwing in. I feel like if I had the updated almanac and was able to get it before I came down here, I mean, that would have been a whole 
complicated couple Adding that. couple of hours. Yeah. And I think it, I think the way you introduced the section was perfect. It's like here it just is. Just like check it out. This is how it works. Bring the sun down the horizon. You can see how that works. And that was enough for me too. Yeah, because like, yeah. we already had so much on our plate. Right, but right. But it was cool to just have that experience you know, that first experience of looking through a sextant and seeing okay yeah this is what i've been reading about for yeah but seeing in the old timey pictures and all yeah. that yeah it was perfect yeah. conditions it was flat water we were cruising at a beautiful pace and we could walk around the boat so it was a good day to do that yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah to think you know we did that trip with we spent i think it was just 10 hours at anchor at west end waiting for the wind to shift mm-hmm. to the south that was like our last night of the trip and uh so yeah to be under constant sail for five days and then still enjoy you know 10 hours at an anchorage in the bahamas you know uh, oh we were awesome. having a ball man that's why you know that's where a little tequila comes into play it yeah. helps <laughs> yeah. bush light. some bush lights i was uh i was pretty proud of myself that we had i think there were seven left yeah well actually there's a little more I squirreled away. I didn't tell you Squirreling that. some? <laughs> yeah. I thought you were a Modelo man. Well, they're for you. Oh, oh, for <laughs> yeah. future enticements. Saving them. <laughs> a lot of people really like that photo of Steph holding the 24-pack. <laughs> Come on back, Jerome. We got something for you. Our Walmart provision. <laughs> no, for sure. Well, and it, yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where my, my goal get and is always... it's. It's to get you guys to a point where you feel comfortable gaining more experience, getting out there and and safely doing it. You know, obviously, I have no control over when you look at a weather forecast and say, yeah, that should be okay." Yeah. But I feel like you've you guys definitely have the the information. You have the know how now and the experience now to sort of know that, like. Oh, okay. So it's forecast to be blowing 25 gusts into 30. You know, now you know what that's going to be like. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I mean, it was, you know, three months of just watching weather and waiting. And you were here in December. Mm hmm. We had a we had a reschedule. Yeah, we only got like two little sales mm-hmm. out of that yeah, one. Yeah, two think. day sales out of your trip. Luckily, it's a boat. There's always projects to do. So. Yeah, yeah. That's then, also uh, pretty fun. Thank you for the new list. Yeah. Did you see the top of it that I titled it? I just put boat in big letters and bring out another thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you laugh now, but uh, I'll bet you I, that bill's going yeah. <laughs> Believe me, I know. Yeah. It'll be worth you it. You gave us a list prior. We tackled everything. Now we got a new list. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a year now to mm. prepare for uh, the next, who knows, the next yeah, the next, next one. Well, that's, I mean, it is, it, as, as much as we were joking around about the whole sailing into oblivion school of seamanship, like... School of hard knocks. No, school of seamanship, <laughs> man. <laughs> I want to scare people away. But you guys would be, yeah, the inaugural class. Absolutely. And I, I don't know. I literally, I, I feel like it'd be so fun to have a really unique sort of mission statement if you will uh not to go like jerry Maguire on it but <laughs> pretty much where like you know you guys can't book the next step which would be like a full-on you know passage to bermuda and then out of the bvi until you've proven that you've taken the information from this session yes. and gone out and utilized it and i'll have to come out like i'll, I'll throw i'll be like well i, I gotta see 2000 sea miles yeah, we, we like challenge. Yeah. We like challenge. <laughs> Two days ago, you're like 1,000 sea miles. Like, What's happening here? I'm up in my game after person, coming in right? to the inlet last night. You know, the basically, as we got like five miles out, and all of a sudden, you know, the engine starts sputtering, and we have two fuel tanks, and one was empty, and the other one was full. And But that, for, for some people, that's like a full-on panic, almost to a point where they shut down and don't even know what to do. And the other one, the more common, would be like, Jerome, hey, what the hell? How can, can you help? You didn't ask me that at all. You just started dissecting, looking. Steph, you were there helping make sure that nothing, every, you know, it wasn't like you were throwing the ladder, like, oh, we got to get in there. Yeah. There wasn't panic. Yeah. No. There was like, all right, well, let's open the engine room and let's see what the heck's you know, going on. It was on. more of like disappointment that I wasn't tracking the 
tank levels. You know, I was like, of course yeah, we're burning you know. through fuel. Yeah, yeah, right. Might be worth like looking at <laughs> things that sound obvious. Yeah. Same with our VHF. Oh, the right, handheld. Right. We well, have it, yeah, you know. We have it up. In it the, ran out of juice. <laughs> when, so, yeah, the time when we need it, pick it up. Oh, battery's dead. Yeah, well, you know, There's those, so those are things. the little things. <laughs> and and the more you do it, the better you get. You get that sort of checklist in your head. And and to be honest, I always recommend, especially like a, a departure sort of thing, like if you were going to go out for the day or, or anything like that, having kind of just a, a small checklist with maybe yeah. 10 things on it Yeah. that you're like, oh, okay, let's make sure this, 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 and things like, yeah, VHF is charged and, and all that. And, you know, you just glance at it, but pretty soon it's just second nature. And yeah. And then, you know, it's not until we hit our 80s that we start forgetting it again. But then they take our boats away. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sparrow! <laughs> I, I'm going to leave and go out to sea before that happens. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get me! <laughs> Just try. You'll never find me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a, quite a feeling coming into a familiar inlet at three in the morning. Yeah. How different Oof. it looks in the dark though. Yeah. yeah. Still ciphering the blinking yeah. buoys, man. It's, it's, it is hard. Uh, cause there's so many of them in the line, oh but gosh, like I was yeah. saying to Steph last night, each one of those has a different light sequence. Yeah. So if you, if you know, like in back in my day, uh, before all the phones and stuff, you would actually draw a pilotage map, and and that would be marked on there. You you know you'd be like, okay, the first green flash is quick flash. The second green is every five seconds, and right. so you know I've it. Heard yeah, that. You, yep, I've heard. Do that, a little. Uh, so you have like a crib sheet. For, yeah, 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 and you'd have it in your pocket so that you oh, wouldn't have great. to go down yeah. below and all that sort of stuff. But I mean, as a team, you know, we're in there, we're we're looking around, we're making sure. You know, you're kind of covering everybody because it's hard. You can't I, if you're on the helm, you can't see everything. But if you've got somebody up on the bow, they're going to see that stuff a little bit earlier. And yeah. And, you know, utilizing that communication and stuff. And, and yeah, it was it was smooth. And it, we hit that at the right time. That was at like max. Ebb. We were flying. Well, max that. flood. Max flood. Or flood. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, coming in. Came, came flying in. Finally. Because yes. normally when we leave, we always hit the hit the wrong <laughs> yeah, the first we, couple of times well yeah. when we left here we left out the flood as well and what it took us like an hour to get out the jetty yeah, <laughs> yeah. right this yeah. time it took two minutes to get uh -huh. in yes very <laughs> smooth flew in okay well we're learning a lot yeah yeah, yeah thanks hey it's it's been it's been a, an honor and a pleasure like literally that the hardest part about you know you guys being sort of the first group and and who knows i don't know if I'll do more of this sort of stuff, I enjoy it. You know, I, obviously I used to do a lot of yacht deliveries uh, and I like those for sure, but there's something so much more rewarding about being with people who are, are looking to gain experience right. that have their own boats that are like, we want to use this, but we eh, just, uh, you know, yeah, we, we want a little help to get us right to a safe spot and a comfort zone. And, for me, that's just cool because, you know, I can come and, and help sort of steepen the learning curve. And then and, and it's enjoyable because it's casual. You know, we're yeah. unaccredited here mm -hmm. at Sailing into Oblivion. And the way you deliver. <laughs> School of seamanship. <laughs> I got to get that to roll off the tongue a little bit. <laughs> unaccredited. New, new concept, but yeah. It, it we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> the way you deliver your instruction is just so easy. It's like, oh, okay, I get that. So it, it's a very smooth delivery, and you're good with people, so you, you just kind of <laughs> you roll through, and it, it kind of uh, it makes it so much easier to understand yeah. for myself. It just, yeah, it seems very natural. Yeah, very it's, fluid. Yeah. it's very fun, though, to be, you know, Picture this. Steph and I are in the cockpit. We're going over chart work, looking at a chart, measuring things out. And I'm saying one thing, and then Mark's down here on the bunk, <laughs> laying out, and he's chiming in, trying to override my instruction. But yet he won't even get out of the bunk to come and find what he's doing. <laughs> and he wonders why I give him go. Jeez. There's only one instructor on this boat. <laughs> I chalk it up to enthusiasm, though. And yeah, right. It is. When it's you're... fun to be down here listening to the conversation. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like... 
Oh, and vice God. versa, your com- our conversation that you're hearing. Yeah. Right here, oh, right yeah, 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 right, <laughs> right. When my shift is on. and, and <laughs> Yeah, what did we say? I need to do a subsidiary for uh, marriage counseling service as well. <laughs> I don't think that came no, into play. No, oh, no, not at all. Not at all. You guys kept it together. I mean, and I only say, I, you know, jokingly, but I have been on, I've been on some boats and in some situations where I've, I've had to uh, make decisions based on the way a couple <laughs> is, is treating each other. Right. Um, you know, nothing, nothing like violent or anything, but I, I do in particular remember a newlywed couple, a day sale, we got outside of the, the reef into a little bit of swell and she started getting pretty seasick, like right over the side. They had obviously been partying the night before and I kind of looked at the guy and he's like, ah, she'll be fine. And two, three minutes later, she's still pretty violently ill. And I look at him and, and I look at her and he's like, no, 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 let's keep going. And I was like, uh-uh, we're turning around. And I jived us around and, and we went back to the protected water and then all of a sudden she was fine again. But it was one of those where it's rare, but sometimes, you know, yeah. you have to be oh, yeah. like, hey. Easy, yeah. easy, pal. Yeah. yeah. No, we we did great. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You guys are a great team. team. Great yeah. team. You compliment yeah. each other very well. Thank you. Very well. Yeah, it felt like that. Yeah. yeah. It felt like uh, anything I was over seeing or I was missing that stuff would pick up on. And yeah, yeah. we we balance nice. It feels like, and uh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for finding us this awesome boat. Yeah, boy. <laughs> amazing vessel really i actually have a whole new layer of appreciation for this boat yeah after it you know after it taking us through that six-day trip the beating it, oh yeah it's so yeah and to see it in a different way it's beautiful you know, it's, if it can handle lead foot over here yeah the faster speed gas the more we down. Heal, she's happy oh me and the boat when are you gonna put an order in for a bigger gym yeah. we need more sale <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was classic. That happened like three times. Yeah, I know. I finished my shift. Ooh. Okay, six knots. That was great. <laughs> With an half hour, we're powered up. We're healed over. We're galloping through the waves. I wanted to touch the water. Close those portals. We're going for it tonight, boys. <laughs> I, I, I like to lean over, and another favorite was seeing the bioluminescence out there. Yeah. Uh, and you could practically, when I'm healing over, just practically touch them. Yeah, and and scoop so them up. incredible. That did was so incredible. Did you ever see any of them? Uh, Diving. Well, uh, when you're in the head at night, sometimes you suck uh, them in to the toilet. Oh, oh no. no. And you like, oh, look at them. yeah. Because sometimes they're... Just a, the ocean is awash with them. The whole ocean's okay. lit up. It's yeah. crazy, and so they're they're everywhere. Sometimes they're big long tubes, right? And you know all that sort of stuff. But you'll you'll see you'll be able to see in the future because I mean, I would put those phosphorescence scale of one to ten uh, a one. Oh wow! Of that what felt they like can actually be. A lot be. of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There there have been times where I've been motoring at night and there is a 60 foot tube, like a neon light coming out the wow. back and it's just everywhere. It's just glow. Wow. And it's amazing. Yeah. Turns was, into that was incredible. It's that like avatar. Good. You're just like, Holy cow. <laughs> and yeah. a few flying fish. That was nice to see the life. We, I saved that one. Saved his life. I did. I did. It wasn't big enough for a meal. So, Oh, he was a perfect snack. Back in the day, I would have cooked that thing right. Uh, he was still flopping around too. Uh, but I, I don't know. I felt, uh, I felt like your provisioning skills. There Saved was no him. need. Yeah, Saved no need. his life. Yeah, exactly. Like there's so much food down below. Give him another chance. So thinking cleanup. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I, my heart is uh, filled with joy hearing your excitement to get the boat back into shape because i know for me it's it's like oh god all right now i gotta clean it mm-hmm. <laughs> only because i've done it so many times i guess but yeah. Yeah. good decompress though and kind of process all the emotions of the ups and the downs and the just the wide range of emotion yeah that we yeah. feel right now yeah i'm looking forward to spend the next couple of days here at the marine on the boat and mm-hmm. i'm looking forward to it you know well if you take like a uh like a credit card or something. Find find a spot that that's really thick with salt, and you know scrape a little off into a little jar, and you can always remember that first. <laughs> little, I I say I tell you that was so funny that first day, 
you're up at the mass, you put the reef in or whatever, and you're like, what's this white stuff on my hand? I'm like, I thought the ropes were like... I'm like, bro, it's salt, man. A heavy layer. A layer of salt everywhere. It's so classic. I know, it's... I just, I, like, I, have a, I have a rope that's like decaying. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, no, 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 that's that's all. No, but I, I still, <laughs> to be fair, I remember the first time I was on a trip where we went through really splashy conditions, and I went down the one of the stainless steel rails, and I was like, whoa, this is crazy. I just never, it never occurred to me that it would actual form salt. Right, oh, crystal, yeah. crystals, uh-huh. yeah, but. It you did. got a lot of salt, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, so it'll layer. take some suds. It'll take some love. Yeah, but yeah, uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, Cheating it'll be pretty girl. good. That's why that fresh rain uh, washed all that out of my hair. It was great. Getting yeah, salt off yeah, the body yeah. for just even that short time. Yeah. Well, and it, you know those those conditions, especially you know, hard on the wind, pitching. Um, you have to be careful because you do you get sort of frustrated where you're like ah you know i want to cook a bigger meal or i want to take a shower i want to do this and the only thing is is it's really not safe sometimes to do that and you just like like i was saying out there i was like it's like we're just kind of grinding our two we just got to get through it project yourself to that point where that wind shift does happen and then your whole life's going to change so just make it to there and you're going to be all right and you kept saying that and i trusted you (laughs) lord (laughs) only knows why no choice (laughs) i know yeah right exactly we're all there good though we 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 like there's a certain certain reward in suffering yes you know there's depriving yourself of the comforts and everything and then when it does change like you said you're gonna really appreciate when mm-hmm. that when it mellows out and boy that one day of just sailing through on the rails made it all oh perfect yeah it's a beautiful thing and you guys have nothing but uh potential to do more of it in the future so the bahamas is your playground is your playground for yep. the rest of the winter Enjoy and into it. the summer it's yep. gonna be great mm-hmm. i know this is a perfect location yeah florida so. That's what I tell friends from uh, out west who are like, you're in Florida. I'm like, well, you got to remember, Florida's best seen from the water. <laughs> it's our wilderness. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, hey, totally understandable. Yeah, Florida on land. It was a bit of a shock coming back in after just just those few days of being out in this beautiful, pure, quiet ocean. And yeah, this morning listening to buzz saws and the smell <laughs> of everything. The yeah, trains. the train is Lovely like, odor. it's a little like, whoa. But yeah. That's yeah. what every trip probably wraps up like. It's a good little nudge to get your planning uh, stuff in together and, and get back out there. Yeah. yeah. Any idea? Any any thoughts on the. Yeah, I think our next, uh, our next trip. For just the two of us, would be to coastal sail south down towards Biscayne Bay. Yeah, and then do a crossing to Bimini and Over West Bimini. End, and then yep. back to back to Fort Pierce. Nice try, you know, nice a nice route. Right, right. Yeah, co- you know, twenty four hours of coastal sailing south, and then do the crossing, spend whatever time, depending on conditions in the Bahamas. Yeah, and then the sail back, and that's pretty. You know, this is a great location. It is. Know. No, 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 no. It's really, really good. You know, west end of here, it's a natural, you know, crossing. I mean, just point east and with the current and the amount of miles, I mean, here we are. Yep. No, for sure. Well, and, and you know, uh, on that note of, like, when you're, you go over there and if you're coming back, like, say, say for whatever reason, we, we ended up, did getting, like, swept way up north and we couldn't get back to Fort Pierce in time for the inlet or something like that. You know, and you just change the plan a little bit and go to the next inlet further north yeah. and then, you know, find a nice little place to anchor. The nice part is you guys not only can provision the boat, but you have the boat full of the guidebooks. You've got all the charts. You've got all the knowledge on board to be able to make a decision like that and do it safely. And yeah. that's a big part of it. Yeah. That's that's prior planning and and all that sort of stuff. But and just remember, I mean, if you get lost, all you got to do is pull in somewhere and ask directions. <laughs> 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 Captain Ron, he's got a lot of gems, that guy. Yeah, it's a good one liner. Yeah, it? he definitely does. Yeah. All right, well, I am going to beat feet out of here and uh, leave you guys to tidying this beautiful vessel. But this has been great. I mean, literally great. 
experience. It has been. Can't wait yeah, to the we, next one. Yep. Fully That's appreciate right. your Bigger. time. Because remember, you did text, or when we were emailing the last time, there was one, it was a text or an email, but it said Azores 2025? Question yeah. mark? No, no question mark. Oh, Because <laughs> okay. you were like, okay, I'm getting ready to come back for the final exam. And we're like, final exam? Like, this, this is, is continuing education. <laughs> yeah. So we're then all... I texted back Azores 2025. Azores, ah, and, got, yeah, yeah. and I got no response. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of like, yeah. Thinking about our test before then, but I think now I'm gonna push that one back to 2026. (laughs) Yeah, right. Well, I mean, because if you think about it, so we we've done you know our first sort of offshore passage, 600 miles. Um, That's definitely a step. Here to Bermuda, be a thousand miles, so it's not that much more. And Bermuda to the BVI is 900 something miles, so it's you know right there. The Azores from let's say the bvi would be about 2200 miles so that's that's definitely uh, another jump but then after that you're you're talking about crossing the atlantic ocean yeah and did you ever think that that would be you know we really we really can't say that we're ever going to be up for that the two of us it could happen but i can after what we went through for these six days to think of the wide range of experience and need to deal with all those different conditions, I'm I'm not at a point where I could say, oh yeah, we're definitely going to cross. Right, right, the right, years right. it would take to develop the skills and and confidence I mean, to do something that big. I mean, I think we chose we chose this area because we have first of all access to the Bahamas, then I think the next logical step would just be the rest of the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah. I mean that yeah. Could, that could last for years. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally, Exploring absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, and uh, nothing's out of your reach because you do have the proper boat for blue water sailing it's not gonna get you there fast but it's gonna get you there yeah super safe and unless i'm driving unless (laughs) whoa i love the bravado we'll get there fast fast. yeah no problem at all well cool well uh yeah like i said absolutely fabulous um can't wait to do another one i i hope i hope we do get to a point where sparrow and montagna are in the same marina that would be great yeah we can we can I don't know, just go out on each other's, but I'd love to have you guys on Sparrow. Yeah, looking forward cool. to it. Yeah, looking yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, man. So a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank absolutely. you. Thanks for coming on the show, Sharon. Thank you. And uh, yeah, till next time. That was fantastic. Right. That was great.